This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 55 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Morrows. Today, we're going to take a little bit of a break from recording our Facebook Lives and using that as training because I wanted to come to you guys with a special episode to talk to you a little bit about the recent Facebook algorithm changes. There's been a lot of conversations that are happening because of this, and I really want to enlighten some of the bloggers and influencers that are out there so that you stop panicking and get a game plan together on how you can actually take advantage of those algorithm changes. Now, before we dive into that, I want to make sure that you are aware that this episode is brought to you by the Mastering Your Influence membership site. Now, for those that are not familiar with the membership site, this is my blood, sweat, and tears that have gone into this membership site. It is a place, it is a community where you can get the one-on-one attention that you are looking for to make sure that you continue to move your business forward. We offer weekly trainings as well as a monthly expert in the industry training Our most recent training was from David Snyder of Blogger Legal, where he came in and talked about some of the red flag words that you need to be paying attention to when you're working on sponsored work in your contracts. Now, that's just one example. We are looking to take your blog to the next level. So if you are looking for that type of support, that one-on-one attention, a membership site is different from anything else out there because you can actually get consult calls with me as part of your membership. So please feel free to take advantage of that. We are offering a 14-day free trial right now, and we would love to see you in there. All right, so let's really dive into this whole Facebook algorithm change that has taken place. We're all hearing about it, right? It's been released as everyone's calling it Facebook Zero. And the whole point of what is coming across and what Zuckerberg is trying to let us know is that he wants the emphasis in the newsfeed to be placed on friends and family. And as someone who actually recently missed finding out that a good friend was pregnant up until she was about four or five months in, I appreciate this because it is becoming a newsfeed that is just full of ads and pages. And I am missing out on what is going on with my friends and family. So I can appreciate what he is trying to do with this. He also is wanting for meaningful discussions to take place. He doesn't want it to just be mindless scrolling. All right, guys, let's be honest with each other for a minute here. I have heard from so many of my students and members of my membership site tell me that they're wasting hours on Facebook because they do the mindless Facebook scroll, right? We're all just randomly looking through our newsfeed. And what recently has been showing up the most often? Just tons of tasty style videos, all sorts of random videos. And now I know that for some food bloggers, it is definitely, there's been an emphasis placed on that. They've been seeing traffic come from that. But he's trying to tell us that he doesn't want it to just be mindless. He wants it to be conversations that can come from the content that you are creating. So 
what does a Facebook algorithm mean for bloggers? Well, the first thing is that we need to teach our audiences to come to our pages and not wait for it to come up in the newsfeed. Because guys, when this algorithm goes into place, you're not going to come up in the newsfeed. You can't have clickbait where you're trying to get an engagement and it's just not going to happen. And in order for us to continue to survive on Facebook, we need to teach our audience, train them that you want the most up-to-date information, then you need to come to my Facebook page. It's the same way that if you're using Instagram, you should be teaching your your audience on Instagram that you want to be one of the the Instagram lives that they are taking a look at or one of the Instagram stories or coming to your newsfeed to scroll to see what's going on. It's definitely a new way of thinking. We've always thought, well, we want to drive traffic to our blogs, right? We want to get those page views. We have ad money that we're relying on. Well, Zuckerberg has been pretty clear about this. He wants us to stay in his platforms. Instagram, is not about driving traffic. And I will be the first to admit that that was really hard for me to understand. I felt like I was wasting my time. If it's not driving traffic, then what's the purpose? Until I had the mindset shift where I realized that Instagram is more about building your brand, that's when it became, I get to be myself. I get to curate content that my readers and audience wants to see and to get to know me, the real me, not just the highlight reel, the real me. Now, this is exactly what he's trying to do on Facebook now. He wants you all staying on Facebook. He doesn't want us driving traffic anywhere else. And if you do want to drive traffic, then he wants you to use Facebook ads. And I know a lot of you are rolling your eyes because we don't want to have to put money into Facebook to play. But the reality is, is that he is running a business. And if we wanted to have ads in Google that were going to be driving traffic to our site, we would have to pay to play. So with that being said, we have to make sure that we start to think about it as we're the ones that are curating the best content. So that's exactly the second thing that we need to be doing. We need to be the experts in our industry and curate the best content. And when I say the expert in the industry, you can't just simply think of yourself as a food blogger. What is it of yourself as a food blogger? And I'm going to use actually a student that I was talking to today. She recently had celiac disease and has had to teach herself how to make recipes to be gluten-free. She's also dairy-free and sometimes eats vegan. So she said to me, as we're trying to brainstorm for her lead magnet, well, I think down the line, I want to create an ebook. And I looked at her and kind of said, but everybody's creating an ebook. What's going to set you apart? What does your audience want from you? We have to start listening to our audience. And she said to me, well, I get questions all the time about people that have recently been diagnosed with celiac disease and how to still have the recipes that they love, but be able to make it gluten-free. And I said to her, Megan, that is your expertise. This is what your audience is telling you they want from you. We need to come up with a lead magnet, a freebie that gives them this information and provides them that you are the expert. You are going to provide them with quality content. 
Yes, you're a food blogger and you create recipes, but your voice throughout those recipes has to be talking about your expertise and what sets you apart. We have to really start honing in on this. What is it that we want our audience to understand that we can do differently for them that makes us different from the 5 million other food bloggers that are out there or parenting bloggers. I had another conversation with a recent student where she said to me that she knew that she wanted to make fun kids food, but she couldn't seem to set herself apart from everyone else. She wanted to make it easy. And then she realized that her story, the behind the scenes of not having of having eaten processed food as a child. And then when she started actually into her 20s, where your metabolism starts to slow down, she was then able to realize that if she was eating whole foods, this would be the best way for her to be able to teach her sons how to not be picky eaters. So now she creates content where it's meant for picky eaters using whole foods, using fresh vegetables, and being able to find ways to sneak them in. It's very specific and targeted towards your audience. Everybody you hear talking about all the time, oh, you need to niche down, you need to niche down, you need to pick a lane and stay in it. It's not necessarily the lane It's the expertise. What is your expertise in? Those are just some of the examples. I could go on and on about the specific examples with registered dietitians who now should be focusing on, they realize, um, healthy aging. You have to really find that specific target of a lead magnet that would work that your audience is coming to you with questions for. Now, to go along with that, the third thing that you need to make sure that you are keeping in mind with this Facebook algorithm is we need to create a reason for people to come to our page. And what better way to do this than a Facebook Live? As many of you know, I ran a six-week Facebook Live series, not only on the Jenny Morrow's Facebook page, where we did it live and you were able to ask questions specific to that, but we also did a six-week series that is published right here on the podcast. So if you're curious about Facebook Live, how to get started, how to implement it, make sure that you go back into the archives and check out the Facebook Live series and the way that we talked about how to implement it. There are some things that I definitely want to get you thinking about when it comes to how to take advantage of the Facebook algorithm with lives. So first thing that I want to make sure that you understand is I am not telling you that you should randomly do a Facebook live when you are going to the grocery store. That is not the point. You have to make sure that you are creating a show that showcases your expertise. So here are some of the things that you can definitely want to keep in mind. You want to create a weekly show that is consistent. So Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, I go live on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page. I promote this on the podcast. I promote this on Instagram. I promote it to my list. My audience knows that Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, I am going live on my Facebook page. And that is teaching and training them to come to my Facebook page to watch that live training so they can get their questions answered instead of wondering what the answer to their question would be. So my first recommendation would definitely be to create that weekly show. You want to make sure 
in the Facebook Live that you are promoting your expertise and tying it back to your lead magnet. So that example that I gave you before of the food blogger that I was working with that was creating a lead magnet and we figured out her expertise was the fact that she's now creating gluten-free recipes because of celiac disease. So she has two sets of audience and that we talked about her avatar a little bit. And I said, okay, who is your audience? And she said, well, One of my audience just got diagnosed with celiac disease and they want to figure out how to create gluten-free recipes. And then the other side has already been diagnosed for a couple years and they just want to figure out how to create more recipes that have taste and flavor to them. I said, perfect. So then we need to showcase your expertise as a person that is able to create a normal, take a traditional recipe and make it gluten-free. And once we were able to figure that out, obviously we talked a little bit about that lead magnet. Well, her Facebook lives are going to focus on that fact. She might do a recipe while she's live with her audience, but she's going to make sure that she is pointing out the fact that it is gluten-free and why, what ingredients make it different. And she's going to be telling her story so that she's able to connect with her audience because she, like them, has celiac disease and has had to try to figure this out for herself so that she can feel better and be able to eat the food that she enjoys while it's still is gluten-free. So definitely keep that in mind and how you can make sure to connect and show your expertise. The other thing that you want to do is when you are creating a Facebook Live is prior to it, you want to create an event and promote it. Okay, so you can create an event right inside Facebook on your page. And what you want to do is you're looking to do an event, probably set it up two to five days in advance. And you can set it so that you have a picture, your time, your date. And what that allows your audience to do is to RSVP that they're able to come. So this way, Facebook will send them a notification an hour before you go live. Now, another thing you can do is that if you are using Facebook groups, So closed Facebook groups, like we have the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook group, you have to request access to be a part of the community. We use that to make sure that we are expanding upon the podcast episodes and answering any questions that our audience might have. It is a free group, but it's closed. So a lot of people have these closed groups that correspond with their page. Facebook also recently has allowed Facebook pages to link to these groups. So there is some sort of connection that Facebook is trying to make with this. With that being said, you can create an event for your group and the people that are in your group that are friends with you will get an invite, letting them know that you're inviting them to your event. That way, you're able to have more people come live and start to realize that you are consistently going live same time, same day. Now, you also then want to be able to promote that on other social media channels, on Instagram, use Instagram stories to have it set up so that your list knows when you are going live and at what time. This way you can get more engagement by having more people live with you and then If you want to continue to increase the reach of that live broadcast, you can send it out an email afterwards, or you could have it in a blog post. So if you're going to be doing the show notes of it, pretty much, even though it's not a podcast episode, it could just be a Facebook Live, you can do show notes similarly, you would then embed that video 
within your blog post. And your email could then, when you send it out to your list, could be driving them to the blog post where the video also is. So then they can choose. Some people, as I Many of you know, I always go back to the teacher in me, is that some people like to watch a video while others learn differently and they want to read. So by providing the show notes and turning that Facebook Live into a blog post, it gives them an opportunity to do that. Now, some of you are thinking, okay, well, I'm a food blogger, so let's go back to my gluten-free food blogger that I've been using as my example throughout this episode, right? If she were to do a recipe, what she might do is that she might do a recipe that's already up on her site so that she is then driving traffic to that recipe so they can get the full recipe or they can do it with her or they can use it afterwards after they've seen the Facebook Live. One thing that I want to make sure that you really place emphasis on is that you want to make sure that you have your lead magnet is the purpose of the Facebook Live. You are making sure that it is in your description. Whether you are using outside software like belive.com, which is what I actually use. I love that software because you can actually set up an event using BeLive and it does like a countdown from your audience and they do the notification for you where your um, audience that has RSVP, they get a notification 10 minutes before you start. Because let's be honest, a lot can happen in an hour where you have forgotten about the other notification that Facebook does. So you can use an outside software like BeLive. You can also use Zoom, which you can push into Facebook from Zoom. You do have to have webinars as part of the plan that you use. So it would, I believe it was running, it was $14.99 a month for one, and then to have webinars added is an additional 40. Whereas BeLive, I want to say is about 20 bucks a month. So to have the two, it made it, it made more sense to go with be live. Plus, I like that I am able to have the ability to have that event come right in from be live and notify my audience when I am going live. So when whether you were doing be live or you were pushing in, you could even be just going live from your laptop or your phone. Regardless of where you're going in from, you have to make sure that you are creating a description that gains interest. You can't just say, hey, going live. Like, no, people, that's what they're going to see before they hit play. Like you have to ask them a question. You have to have a title that is going to intrigue them to hit play, to listen to the rest of what you're talking about. And in that description where you have an intriguing title or you're asking them a question that's going to want them to hit play. Now, again, you're not clickbaiting. You're not saying, tell me in the comment, any of that kind of stuff, Right. But you are going to ask them a question that's going to get them to kind of raise an eyebrow and say, hmm, I wonder what the rest of this is about. You also want to include your lead magnet. Um, Be sure to grab my cheat sheet for how to survive being gluten free. Okay, that's my food blogger. What is something that she could be using in her Facebook lives and making sure that's in her description. And you should be having that when you push in from Facebook, from your phone, from your laptop, from BeLive, from Zoom, whatever it is that you're using, make sure there's a description because that's going to go out afterwards, right? The replay. We have been seeing, people have been asking me because I have spoken about the fact that I do Facebook Lives sponsored for brands over on the Melrose family. And I have gotten paid for it. I get one, I think I let people know it was $500 for 10 minutes of a Facebook Live, which 
as a blogger, that's good money for a Facebook Live. Uh, But people are asking, well, how can I tell the brands that it's worth it? Well, you have to first show that you have a consistent show so that you can give them data, guys. You can't just randomly shoot off the hip and say, oh, yeah, I do Facebook Live. It's awesome. Is it? Do you have the data to prove that? Because what we're seeing, what I am seeing is on the Melrose family, if I do a Facebook Live, I get four times the reach of what I would get with a regular video, post, whatever it might be. Four times the reach. Now, I'm not as consistent on the Melrose family as I am on JennyMelrose.com, the Facebook page. On the Jenny Morrow's Facebook page, I am consistent. Every single week I go to live Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. And my reach is 8 to 12 times what it is if I do a post. 8 to 12 times. That has to stand up. There is data that is proving that this is getting us a higher reach. It is my audience knows to come to those Facebook lives. So It can be the same for you. You just have to put these couple things into place. If you're not sure about Facebook Live, like I said earlier, you have to honestly, it's about tearing off that Band-Aid because Facebook Live is one of the easiest ways to be able to train your audience to consistently come to your page each week for whatever you might be doing and continue to curate the best content. Don't make it a full of memes. If you are a gluten-free blogger, yes, you want to have gluten-free recipes, but you also want to do maybe a a post that tells about substitutions. So instead of using soy sauce, you're going to use tamari or whatever it is that your expertise is in. You're going to do those types of posts that grab their attention and show that you are the expert and that they can rely on you to get their questions answered. I know these Facebook algorithms, any of the algorithms across social media are scary. Believe me, I understand. Page views for the longest time for most bloggers is what drove our value, our money, the income that we were making was coming from page views. For a lot of us, it still does come from that a portion of it. So I know that it's scary. But what we have to do is we really have to figure out, okay, What does our audience need from us? And how can I provide the best value to them? Whether it's Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest, what what is the purpose of the algorithm change? What are they telling us they're trying to do? Well, Zuckerberg outright has told you that he wants meaningful conversations. He wants for content to be the best of the best. And it can't just be a video that we're just staring at watching, drooling, because those tasty style videos obviously are gorgeous. But he's telling us he wants a conversation. He wants it to be better than that. He wants it to be so that you are consistently having audience come to you as the expert. And I'm telling you, I have seen the results from being able to do a live broadcast every single week. I am seeing that those same results on doing Instagram live every single week. I'm not even going to get into that right now. But I can tell you guys that when you create consistency, when you show that you are the expert, you're creating that curating and creating that content, they're going to continue to come to you for that. 
So now I know that this is a lot to take in. I want you to be able to have some action steps for this. Figure out what your expertise is. Make sure you have a strong lead magnet and then pull the Band-Aid off and do a Facebook Live. Try it. What's the worst that can happen? Nobody's going to show up. So what? Come on, guys. Let's think about how ugly our photos were when we first started, right? (laughs) I know mine were awful. Don't you all go looking back either because we won't be friends anymore. All right. I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I knew that this was really relevant, so I kind of wanted to make sure to interrupt the series that we've been running on goal setting. I'm going to finish the goal setting series up next week with um, accountability partners. And we're also going to have um, an expert that's going to be coming on to talk about her blog planner. So it's going to be a really great episode. If you are not part of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook community, please request access. We would love to have you in there. We want to get your questions answered so that you can continue to move forward. And make this your business. Treat it like a business. Move forward. Make it a business, right? All right. Also, if you want to catch free training where you can ask questions and have examples and given to you live, join me every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm going to be doing Instagram lives every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern and every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And what I'm doing during these Instagram Lives is this is your opportunity to have a quick one-on-one session with me. I'm asking my audience to interrupt my live stream and come on live with me and ask me anything that is blogging or business related. So you actually can get that one-on-one attention that so many of us need to have that accountability to be able to move forward. So make sure that you are taking advantage of that. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you all so much for the fabulous reviews that you've been leaving in iTunes. It helps so much for others to be able to find the information that they are looking for, for me to come up and search when people are searching for podcasters that are helping influencers and bloggers. So I appreciate you all so much. And until next time, I will see you all then. 